Lately, I've been contemplating the biblical contradictions uh, between older manuscripts and newer manuscripts. Um, and ju uh, just lately, thinking about the contradictions between the various Gospels and the various writings of the Old Testament. We're not going to get into that latter part today. I'm going to introduce you into understanding the origins of the Old Testament that we have today. And we're going to continue down this line in building our case against atheism and proving uh, the reliability of the scriptures. But now, but we must look at it from a purely factual standpoint. So I ordered the Dead Sea Scrolls Bible, the oldest known Bible translated for the first time into English. Of course, you guys know the Dead Sea Scrolls discovered in 1946, obviously near the Dead Sea, and containing various, various manuscript fragments and even complete scrolls of the oldest biblical manuscripts that we have today. So I ordered the whole thing, and I was just reading through the introduction. They give you they give you an overview of different biblical texts that are used. And there are two ones that that I wanted to talk about very briefly today. The Masoretic text, Masoretic text, we'll call it, and then the Septuagint. The Masoretic text is the one that we use for the Old Testament today. And it says, quote, Almost all modern English translations of the Old Testament are based on a singular manuscript, the Lengerigrad Codex. Uh, if I ever have to read that again, ladies and gentlemen, I will not read it. I'll just call it the L Codex uh, for future reference, which was copied in 1008 CE. And this is our earliest complete copy of the Masoretic text or rabbinate, rabbinetic text of the Hebrew Bible. The L Codex is used by most biblical scholars in its published edition, Biblia Her I'm not even going to try with that. So it's building this case here, the end quote, uh, of what, what it is. So this is what almost all of our modern-day English translations come from. It's a, it's a canon. It, it's uh, completed. We have the whole thing. But wait until you hear the dates of this. The manuscript was copied in about... 925 CE, and thus earlier than the L Codex. However, a, a substantial part has been lost, which means that for some books, the Hebrew University Project must rely on the L Codex and other manuscript, um, uh, and other manus Hebrew manuscripts. So listen to that, 925 CE. So that was well over the, the Old Testament, and this is just a partial copy right here. I believe the full copy, as I said earlier, one... Uh, um, 1008 CE. So that's very late. Because the oldest uh, Old Testament book is was Job in 2000 BC, I believe it was written in, is the estimate. So that's a wide gap here. So of course there is room for error there. Let's move on to the Septuagint. Again, this is a brief overview. Okay, so the Septuagint is an ancient Greek version of the Hebrew Scriptures or Old Testament, translated by a number of different Jewish scholars over the course of the 3rd, 2nd, and 1st centuries BCE. The oldest manuscripts of the Septuagint, which are very fragmenty, include John Rayland's papyrus, 458 2nd century BCE, and the papyrus of Phoad, 266, around uh, 10 and uh, 100 BCE. Complete or almost complete manuscripts exist as well, and it lists several names from the 4th and 5th century. So, of course, the Septuagint is much older. However, since I I would like to wonder and postulate for a second why we use the, the Masoretic text instead of the Septuagint. Well, 
one that since the original uh, manuscripts were in Aramaic and Hebrew, the, the Masoretic text is written in that. We probably use it for that. But two, it's the Masoretic text is a complete canon. The Septuagint has many, many, many other books outside of our current Old Testament. But let me postulate this. The Septuagint is the Bible that Jesus and the apostles used. We fail to realize that parts of the Apocrypha were quoted by the apostles, such as the book of Enoch was quoted by the apostle James. So I will pose here, just as the question or as thought for you, ladies and gentlemen, why do we not use the Septuagint or the copies of the Septuagint? Because it is much older, even though it's written in Greek, it's much older. And the apostles used that as their scriptures, the Jews of that day, and therefore based their doctrines, the doctrines that we know are revealed through Christ, they based their writings off of that Old Testament, off of the Septuagint. So why do we not use them? So I have a Septuagint that I ordered. It should be coming today. And I am going to start going through it. There are differences between our Old Testament and the Septuagint that are very, very, uh, I would just say, interesting. And we're going to get into the doctrine. We're going to read Isaiah 53 in the Septuagint. And we're going to get into the doctrine of, uh, I forgot the exact name of it, but to describe it, God crushing Jesus under his wrath. And seeing if that's what the original Bible actually said. We have a lot of great things coming. Sorry that this episode came out late. We will see you here Sunday. This is Common Sense Christianity.